G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Lyle Shelton joining us as we do on a Monday. Hello, Lyle. Welcome back to 2020. Yeah, good to be back with you again, Neil. Well, Lyle, uh, your overall impression, uh, the polls don't suggest uh, that, uh, that, uh, that uh, the Liberal National Party has a huge lead anymore. In fact, Labor looks like they're nosing ahead. Yes, Labor's doing very well, Neil, um, two weeks into the campaign and uh, Bill Shorten is, is ahead and the Labor Party is ahead uh, in terms of uh, who might form government if an election were held today. Now, there's a long time to go, but I think this has taken many people by surprise because Malcolm Turnbull was seen as a very popular leader. Tony Abbott, uh, when he was Prime Minister, was seen as unpopular and I think many people thought that uh, Malcolm Turnbull would romp it in at this election, but that's no longer the case and uh, there is a very tight contest uh, on the go at the moment. Well, I often talk about the way our culture is changing, and that is one of the big important issues that politicians have tried uh, to separate from the upcoming election. And, of course, one of the biggest issues, or perhaps the biggest issue on the agenda, on the radar for this year, uh, may be this marriage plebiscite that will absolutely change the way our culture is working. Uh, When it comes to what would likely happen if the Labor Party were to win the election, Lyle. Uh, they've got a plan for a new LGBTI commissioner. Yeah, it's been um, an extraordinary week on the uh, election campaign trail this last week, uh, Neil, since you and I last spoke. Um, we saw an announcement on uh, the weekend uh, that uh, Bill Shorten and Labor will fund a special human rights commissioner to look at LGBTI issues and supposedly to try and uh, help bring about equality. Now, the problem with this, Neil, is that there is no inequality at all, uh, zip, zero, zilch in Australian law against LGBTI people or LGBT couples. That was all dealt with in 2008. Um, so there's no inequality. But what I'm concerned about is that by having a taxpayer-funded rainbow policeman on the beat, which is essentially what uh, this commissioner would be, uh, we will see lots more cases like uh, the uh, Julian Porteous case in uh, Hobart where where um, uh, an archbishop, a Catholic archbishop, was taken to a, a similar state-based commission simply for distributing information on marriage. And the commissioner down there said that uh, Archbishop Porteous had a case to answer. Now, the case was uh, dropped, but, uh, with, but uh, the complainant, a Greens transgender uh, uh, person, uh, uh, has conceded nothing. This is uh, Martine Delaney, has conceded nothing, and I think only dropped the case because it was hurting the gay marriage campaign. So to have a federal taxpayer-funded human uh, LGBTI uh, commissioner uh, is tantamount to having a rainbow policeman on the beat to um, spur on these sort of vexatious um, and, and uh, litigious uh, type cases uh, towards people who have a different view on marriage. What you're saying, Lyle, is what we're talking about here, if there is a new commissioner that's appointed, we're talking about a big stick 
for Christians and for the churches. That's well, that's really because they're they're the ones who are out of step as as Christians as churches. We're out of step. The big stick from a commissioner is towards the church. No, that that's exactly right. I wish it wasn't so. I wish um, we didn't have to sound so extremist or alarmist. But this is truly alarming. Uh, this is tantamount to a big stick. It it um, turbocharges uh, the law. And it creates this super commissioner to go around and uh, beat up, using uh, anti-discrimination law, anyone who takes a different view of marriage. And we we know that um, under much of our state and federal anti-discrimination law, the threshold for triggering complaints is very, very low. In Tasmania, uh, you simply had to cause offence. And, of course, uh, the gay lobby down there was offended when Archbishop Porteous distributed a pastoral letter explaining Christian teaching on marriage. And so Archbishop Porteous was tied up for six months in a legal process, which, as I say, was only dropped, not because the uh, gay lobby conceded anything, but because they knew it was hurting their campaign. Uh, But uh, once you have uh, a federal taxpayer-funded gay rainbow policeman on the beat, um, these sort of cases are going to become easier and easier for people to prosecute because they'll have the resources of the taxpayer and the resources of a taxpayer-funded commissioner uh, helping prosecute a rainbow agenda. It's a real, real worry for any Australians who want to live out their beliefs that marriage is between a man and a woman. Uh, And uh, I just can't believe it, Neil. I mean, we've had one more week of the election campaign. We've had this. We've had Bill Shorten also announcing in this past week that he's going to fully fund the so-called Safe Schools uh, program into schools that teaches our children their gender is fluid. Um, I just can't believe that rainbow politics is dominating so much of this campaign so early. There's plenty of things to talk about and there's lots more to monitor along with that uh, idea of a new LGBTI commissioner if the Labor Party wins the election. Uh, Other issues, pro-life issues, the infant viability bill was introduced into the Victorian Parliament last week, had its second reading. There's debate uh, happening in the Victorian Parliament this coming week. There was a rally on Saturday. How did that rally go, Lyle? It went uh, terrifically, Neil. Uh, About 1,500 people turned up on the steps of the Victorian Parliament in Spring Street. Um, This is in support of the Infant Viability Bill, which uh, Dr Rachel Carling Jenkins has uh, introduced. It's being debated this week and voted uh, in the Upper House of the Victorian Parliament, the Upper House only. But it's so important that uh, we see a big show of support for this because it protects the life of human babies after 24 weeks in the in the womb. Currently, they have no protection, uh, and they can be killed and aborted uh, for for no medical reason. And uh, this uh, bill seeks to wind uh, the culture of death uh, that we have through our abortion laws back, and to at least cause society to consider that uh, what we have in the womb is actually a human life and uh, particularly at 24 weeks because they are viable outside of the womb at 24 weeks so why do we allow the killing of babies for no medical reason um, uh, you know, after 24 weeks that's what this bill is really uh, seeking to address. Well, there's that effort that's going on in Victoria to try and draw back some of the uh, non-sensible laws that are there uh, uh, that really disadvantage families. And uh, with the uh, Infant Viability Bill, a very, very positive step forward. In Queensland, they've got some regressive steps backwards with an abortion bill in the Queensland Parliament. Uh, But there's been some level of public outcry, Lyle. 
Yeah, there has, uh, Neil. We, we've seen uh, Rob Pine, an independent member from up uh, Cairns Way, introduce a um, or, or, or seek to flag the introduction of a <clears throat> bill into the Queensland Parliament that would allow uh, open slather abortion right up to birth. Um, even worse than the Victorian... The, the Victorian legislation is some of the worst in the world. This Queensland proposed legislation is the worst in the world. And um, it's, it's been very controversial there. Uh, Wendy Francis, uh, ACL's Queensland director, has done a terrific job, uh, along with other pro-life uh, leaders, in, in garnering awareness and, and opposition to what uh, Rob Pine and uh, the Deputy Premier Jackie Trad are seeking uh, to do here in, in, in uh, liberalising abortion. And uh, more than 22,000 people in a very, very short period of time have signed a petition that's on the Queensland Parliament's uh, website, their e-petition website, and uh, that just shows very strong um, support for human life and, and opposition to, to this bill. So this is a really testing time in Australia. We've got in Victoria uh, a heroic move to try and wind back abortion law. Uh, on the other side of the country, or up north, we've got uh, the forces that support abortion uh, trying to remove all obstacles uh, to the, the open slather killing of unborn babies. Well, there's certainly some prayer points there for Christian believers. And uh, for those listeners wondering why Christians take a pro-life stance on this issue, of course, we talk about being created in the image and likeness of God. It's the thing that gives humanity value. And uh, and this value, uh, very important, Lyle, to just take some time to reflect on the value of human life. And we get that because of our Christian faith, our understanding of God's a creation of man and woman in his image. Absolutely, and that's a, a crucial point you've raised, Neil, because this idea that uh, human beings created in the image and likeness of God has been the biggest um, obstacle to tyrants wanting to kill uh, fellow human beings. Where we've had experiments in atheistic governments, whether it's communism, Nazism, uh, or, or Maoism in China, that has uh, given license to the, the wholesale... Um, killing of people on an industrial scale uh, because once you take away the idea that uh, human life is sacred in the image of God uh, that allows for governments to kill people and we saw that on this massive scale in the 20th century and uh, we see that um, that same ideology uh, if human life is not sacred if it's not uh, something special and as Christians we see it as in the image and likeness of God then uh, it's okay to, to kill a baby in the womb there's no problem with that and of course that's the approach that uh, many in our society uh, take and uh, this is the reason why it's so difficult to wind back abortion laws because we've lost sight of what it is to be a human creature. Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby. Lyle, always good getting your insights, good getting the update and in an election campaign uh, these sorts of issues become increasingly important. So thank you so much for your wisdom today. I'll point people to the ACL website where they can access resources, uh, find out the latest news releases that are coming from the Australian Christian Lobby. Uh, These sorts of things will give a good firm foundation for where Christians stand on so many of the issues with the election campaign going on. Lyle, Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thanks a lot, Neil. Appreciate you having us. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.